What's up, fuckers? We're back for the third episode. And today we have our first guest ever in the podcast, my cousin, Keegan. Keegan, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on here, you guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, As David said, I am his cousin. I live out in in Seattle. Um, Just, uh, you know, doing my thing out here on the West Coast. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So um, I want to ask you a few questions. Yeah, shoot, go for it. All right, so uh, what's life like after high school? I mean, what, what was the first thing that you did after you graduated? Uh, I actually had a, a really exciting summer after I graduated. I uh, signed up to go on a month-long hiking trip through Italy with a couple of classmates of mine led by a, a former uh, teacher, my 10th grade history teacher, actually. And we walked from Switzerland down yeah. Rome and so it was uh every day was you just get up and and you're walking you know 20 30 40 kilometers a day um it, it was quite an adventure yeah sorry we're laughing because Coleman was doing something I'm like, that's so funny bro sorry yeah we, we are just Coleman was just can we can we restart can we restart yeah, I'm keeping that I'm keeping that in bro I'm keeping that in all the way bro okay Coleman's fucking stupid bro <laughs> if, if only everyone could see us right yeah, now dude. oh my god oh, that's funny. Uh, all right um so Italy. It's Keegan, right? Wait, yeah, Keegan or uh, what's his name? Coleman wanted to go to Italy, didn't you? You want to go to Italy? Yeah, it's one of the places. How, you go. How's Italy like? Yeah, what's it like? That's right. I remember that from your last uh, one of your last podcasts. It, I love Italy. In fact, my new manager, my boss, spent two years working in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just asked him what what it would take to to transfer there for a few years, just out of curiosity. So, maybe may look to try to do that in the next few years. But I I wouldn't you know have traded that experience for the world. It was. Uh, fantastic place amazing food the people are nice. awesome the, the culture is, is wonderful i could definitely spend some time there so do you, are there like cars like are there like or do you just like ride around boats no there yeah, that's right i remember that comment so i, I think that <laughs> is uh is venice right that yeah. has the uh the waterways uh most of the rest of the towns just have regular streets so you're you're good to go on your you're too cute. <laughs> Dude, I fucking told you, bro. That's just big. It's Hollywood, bro. <laughs> um, and how how's Seattle right now? You said you live oh. over there. Yeah, we're uh dealing with all of these wildfires, uh hoping that the smoke lifts here this weekend. It's been pretty, pretty hazy, pretty crazy. Uh not safe to go outside and, and breathe too much. So keeping all the windows closed and got all the air purifiers on on full blast. So can you, can you like like if you go outside, could you like taste or I don't know if that's the right word, but could you feel just like could you feel the fire? Yeah, like in any kind of way. Well, I wasn't gonna say that. You can feel the smoke. Yeah, yeah I meant the smoke. Fire. Yeah, yeah, the fire coming. Yeah. Like have an effect from the fire. Yeah, so definitely. When you go, out, go ahead. When you go out, is it like smoking an entire pack of cigarettes, but just in like one breathe? <laughs> yeah, basically, right. There was a there was a time this week I, I woke up and looked outside and I couldn't hardly see the building across the street because the the smoke was so thick. Yeah, dude, I would hate that. I mean, Seattle Seattle is a beautiful place, but like I feel like that would just take it like like the value of it just straight down. Mm-hmm. How is Seattle getting like hit with COVID and all? Like, well, we were uh, yeah, we were one of the first um, spots in the states to to get uh, cases 
And uh, definitely there was a big pop at the, the beginning, but I think everyone's been pretty on board with you know, following those guidelines and trying to reduce the spread. Uh, most people wear masks. Most people are staying home. I've been working from home since March. Um, and so, you know, I think uh, it's, it's definitely declined a lot since the beginning and it's, it's kind of leveled out. And so as long as we can you know, try to keep, keep following the guidelines and, and hold sure. it keep it keep it down yeah so keegan i got a question uh what exactly do you do for a job because like I, I don't know for some reason i've like known you my entire life i just never really knew what you did for a job yeah and this actually may tie well into uh you know like what do you do after high school True. um i still don't know what i want to do just to <laughs> lay that out there um and so when i when i graduated high school and went to college i had been doing uh, theater design work in the theater for four or five years at that point and I didn't do anything my first year of college because I still wasn't sure what I wanted to do so mm -hmm. I didn't do anything for the first year and then decided to continue doing the theater work until the end of college um, when I graduated I came back out to Seattle and was working in the restaurant industry for about yeah. two years yeah. before I was pushed into uh, what I'm doing now which is in IT sales uh, definitely a different world um I just started with a new company here in, in March, and I work with a, a large enterprise customer on adopting cloud. That's right, the, the magical abstract cloud that exists yeah. out there in the technology world. Yeah. So, like, um, do you know, like, a lot of people then? You have, like, a lot of connections? Yeah, that's definitely a part of the job is uh, that networking and building that community. So, right. you know, whether you're using LinkedIn or uh, you know, just, just through the folks that you meet through business, uh, definitely have to build that network. Yeah. So do you know like Travis Scott and like the weekend? <laughs> I don't know them directly, but I'm sure wow. you know, just a few degrees away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that would be so cool, dude. Like for my graduation, if Keegan pulled up with Trav and like the fucking weekend, that'd be sick. <laughs> that would be it. That would be a heck of a party. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I don't. I think that's all the questions I had. To be honest with you, to, to me, like I know he said, like he still doesn't know what he wants to do in his life. Sure, but to me or to anyone else, it sounds like he has like everything figured out already. Yeah, it really. sounds like you got a lot already going for you, Keegan. So I mean, what more do you want? I guess. <laughs> what more do you want? Yeah, um, you know that's. I think that's an important point, though. Um, you know, transitioning from school to the real world, you you have this uh, perspective that you know the adults out there seem to know what they're doing and yeah. have their, their shit together, so to speak. They don't. Nobody does. Okay, just to be clear, just go ahead and yeah. burst that bubble now. Nobody knows what's going on. We're all just doing our best to get by, right? So, uh, you know, if you can kind of adjust and level those expectations for yourself going into it, you can, you know, maybe make some of those uh, decisions more, more appropriate mm -hmm. for yourself yeah. because they don't set yourself up to fail by feeling like you need to reach some, some, uh, you know, fantastic dream. Right. I've mm -hmm. just been sort of following uh, the opportunities that have been presented to me. Um, my real goal at this point is to try to work to save up enough that I can retire, obviously, but retire early would be nice. Right. So that I could then yeah. pursue, you know, maybe go back to theater or mm -hmm. you know, other projects where it's not as income driven, but more, uh, you know, around what, what it is I want to spend my time doing, right? Sure. So, like, fuck, I just forgot. What, oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, would you... Fuck, I just forgot it again. 
All right, somebody else has a question, but oh, I'm fucking. I have a question. Brain dead. Like you said, like you work with the cloud, but like, how exactly do you like? Do you like code the stuff, or like I don't know what you mean by work with the cloud? Yeah, for sure. No, that's a good question. Um, so I work as an enterprise sales rep, and I support a, a large customer in their use and adoption of the cloud and all the services that that my company offers around that. So. I try to work with the leaders of the business there, whether it's the C-level suite or the VPs or directors or managers to understand, you know, what are the short-term and long-term goals those businesses are trying to accomplish, what they're currently doing now to try to work towards those goals and how they could potentially use what we offer to to further that. Hmm. Did that answer your question, Coleman? Yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how, how's the, this, I don't know if you guys will know anything about this, but Keegan, how's the, that fat ass white cat? He is doing fantastic. He is just as a uh, pain as ever. Yeah. Uh, he, he keeps me company for sure. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, I think I had a cat and it had like a, like a litter of like six, five or six. And there was one that was born on like nine 11. Oh, and it was a white cat. It was like the runt. And like we gave it, we didn't know who to give it to. So we gave it to Keegan and uh, he's no fat. Yeah. <laughs> it really is a, a dick of a cat. But <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, so I, I don't really know. He, he could have had an attitude, but it's a good attitude. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, I think, I mean, I don't have any more questions to you guys. Um, you did mention something about, like, equipment, things like that, about podcasts. Me? Yeah. What did I say? He has. Yeah. 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 Keegan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Keegan, when do you plan on starting a podcast or, like, something like that? Yeah. I think it would be a, a good use of time and uh, a way to express, you know, thoughts and feelings, especially working with, you know, in conjunction with someone to, uh, to be able to put something like this together. So yeah, I had, I had gone ahead uh, about a month or so ago and, and got all of the equipment I needed. Uh, my friend's in the process of moving. So waiting for him to settle down again, but uh, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. I was, uh, I did sound design in college for the theaters. So. You know the the sound equipment is definitely a place I'm familiar with. Sure. And what do you have a name picked out for it? <laughs> no name yet. And uh, the list of topics is is very long. Um, you know, generally wanting to focus on you know current events and commentary and be able to have guests like this uh, be able to come in and and speak from their perspective or expertise and you know explore mm-hmm. topics that that probably need to be poked and prodded a little bit today. Right? Sure. So. Well, whenever you come out with that, let me know, and I'll, we'll shout it out here, man, for the seven yes, people listen. Definitely. Yeah. We'll bring you on. Is Frank could come on. Yeah, yeah, that was an idea. Would you and your friend be down, Keegan, to uh, come on one time? Yeah, absolutely. No, this is uh, this does not have to be a, a one-time gig. I'm, I'm always... Sure. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have you on again at some point in the mm-hmm. future. Um, But, fuck, I just forgot my question, bro. No, I swear good. I'm not even making this up, dude. <laughs> I just have like dementia. Fuck. Well, what what would you what would be your advice to like teenagers that are like I guess our age, so seventeen juniors and high? Yeah, because like you are a little bit more experienced than art. Like you you're actually out in the world. Yes. Yeah, so what would be your like advice about about like life right now? Like what how to spend our time right now? You know, I think um, one of the most important things is just. It's hard in this very divisive sort of uh, culture that we we live in today, but try to treat everyone with kindness, right? I think um, 
regardless of whether you agree with their beliefs or opinions or however extreme or different they are and regardless of how you know maybe they're not meeting you halfway in that kindness i think it is still uh, most important to to hold that as a, a foundational value there right and how you interact with folks because that will it will just help you know not only yourself now and in the long run but but i think contribute to the overall good that we exist yeah. in um don't be afraid to not know what you want to do or what you're doing uh know that you know most of the rules that seem really you know solid and big and important in the world are probably just made up by someone at some point and they will probably change again at some point so uh, nothing is too set in stone um you know and 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 uh, it's important to hold to your values and you know and, and challenge the things that that you think aren't right and and be able to you know contribute that to the world in some way so is it would you say it's scary after you graduate high school to just be thrown into the real world um i mean scary it's exciting there's a there's a level of excitement there right of yeah. uh a sense of freedom and and that's quickly brought into check by the reality of of adulting right as they like yeah. to say when suddenly bills are due and you're trying to live in an apartment and pay rent and mm-hmm. you've got a cat that needs food and and yeah. water, right and then you're like okay so th- how long do i keep working at this restaurant yeah. <laughs> um but uh you know i i think it's it's not gonna be as bad as as it feels right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was your first job, like ever? Ever, uh, I was a busser <laughs> at a restaurant. I, went, I cleared all the the dirty plates off of the tables, and I took them to the dish pit and and piled them up there for the dishwasher. That was my first job. Me neither. Um, <laughs> so I guess, like, I don't know. I still kind of like feel that I feel like that for the kids listening, they're still kind of afraid to you know, move on after high school. So I guess like, what was your first step into buying, you know, apartments or, or like kind of growing up in that sense that you're pushing the real world? What was that like? But you you got to come to terms with that fear a little bit and don't let that, uh, you know, control or dictate what you do, right? Be aware of it. You can yeah. accept that, that feeling. Um, and then like the way that I have seen you know, myself have a lot of success and, and others around me is uh, the ability to just kind of go for it and do it, right? Um, yes. I, I was reading a book one time that talked about, you know, getting in touch with famous people, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was it was a guy who, like, that was part, one of the assignments in his class was to have everyone, you know, who's someone you idolize, like, for you, maybe it's Travis Scott, right? And yeah. like, okay, so can you come up with, you know, a good question or, you know, some form of interaction that you could have with him? And over the next month, find a way to reach out to him, right? Mm-hmm. Figure out who the publisher is, who his agent is, send emails, call, do this, that. And you know, what, what they were able to find was a lot of those folks in those classes were able to get a hold of or have some form of interaction with that person. And so that really showed me uh, that, you know, just putting yourself out there, taking the initiative, having that sort of bias for action, right? Yeah. yeah. And to just do it uh you'll get a lot of success from that and i see you guys already doing that a lot right talking about um in that first episode the the clothing or lines that you were talking about or doing this podcast right like Mm -hmm. i think all of those are awesome that you have the the confidence and initiative to just go out there and try and do it Mm -hmm. Uh, you'll see a lot of success from you know continuing to do that don't give up on that that feeling right wow 
David, you should probably go read that book. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go read that book. So basically what you're saying is like there's no like you, you could try. Fuck, that was a bad way of putting it. But like you you could possibly get a hold of someone, I guess, like you said, you idolize. So like yep. what I'm hearing is I can talk to Travis Scott. <laughs> well, take it with a grain of salt, right? Yeah. Um, but but I think it's worth the effort. Uh, there was a exercise we did uh, during one of my sales conferences I went to one time where they had us all and I'm sure you've you might have done a similar thing at some point where they break you up in groups and you've got like marshmallows and toothpicks or whatever and you got to build the tallest tower right yeah yeah um and the lesson that they were trying to take away from that because they've done that with you know all different age groups all different industries jobs whatever yeah um, is that the the teams that are most successful are the ones that are constantly trying something and it doesn't work and they learn from it and they try something else versus mm-hmm. the team that spend the entire time they have allocated sort of planning it out and then doing it once, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what, what you take away from that is is just keep trying, keep experimenting, right? If you yeah. can keep that sort of level of risk low and uh, just try again and try again and try again. And every time you try and it doesn't work, you you learn more from that than if you had done it once and it was successful, right? You're right. So did you ever like, so was that assignment about like, I'm still stuck on this. They're like, I just think that's mind blowing. You could somehow get a hold of somebody you idolize. So was that, was that like your class? Did you have that as an assignment? You said it was a no, yeah, it was a, it was a book that I read. I wish that I had, had been in that class, but uh, you know, when you're in sales, you, you do have to do a lot of that cold calling mm-hmm. um, out. Right. So, yeah. Uh, you know, for example, I, I'm working with a fairly large customer and, you know, we don't know everybody over there. Right. So if I have to try to get a hold of the VP of a division that has never talked to us before, like I have to figure out how to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's a practical application in that sense. Uh, but, but I think it really is about sort of that freeing that inhibition of I can't do it or there's right. no way to get a hold of this person. Like, why don't you try and see, right. And see what yeah. can come. Out. So who all do you know are you allowed to talk about that like who all do you we, know? Should, we should probably keep that out of the the publicized podcast mm-hmm. just so, uh, so mm-hmm. that i don't get in trouble <laughs> okay so basically guys what he's saying is he knows where michael jackson is <laughs> yeah <Pretty sure. laughs> so um you guys have any other questions i had a question mm-hmm. i was gonna ask um, I don't know if it was in the first or second podcast. I don't remember. Yeah. But we did talk about what we want to do. The three of us, what we want to do as future careers. And I just want to know your opinion on, do you think, I, obviously there's no right way to go um, towards this, but do you think how we're just throwing ourselves out there, like being open to any ideas, any experiences, do you think that's a good start to what we want to pursue in the future? Uh, absolutely. I think... Um... You know, going back to that sort of, uh, you know, innovating quickly, being able to try something, it doesn't work, you learn from it and you try something again. I think what holds a lot of people back from success is the fear of failure, right? Right. Um, and so they they don't even try the first time. But if you can overcome that or, or, you know, reconcile with that and put yourself out there knowing it might work, it might not, but I'm going to learn from this experience and be able to take something away from that experience that you can then apply to the next time. And, uh, you know, you know how to deal with those problems or you'll be able to overcome whatever challenges there. And it's not to say that you won't, you know, in- encounter more down the road, but you'll have had experience overcoming challenges. You'll have overcome some specific ones and 
you know, each time you do that, you'll learn more. So I think that's definitely a faster path to success. Hmm. So I have a question about this is totally off topic, but how was uh, this? This is in regards to like a few months ago when the Black Lives Matter protests were like, you know, to the, they were taken to the streets and some may even say they weren't protests at this point. What was what was it like in Seattle during that period of time? I mean, it's pretty tumultuous. Um, there was definitely a lot of activity here, which, you know, I think there's, there's a lot to be said around that. That's a, that's a big topic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, which I think, I think there's a lot of change that needs to happen there. I think there's voices that need to be heard. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I am in a position to, to speak for the, any of these movements, right? But I, I can't try to support it, you know. I went out there a few times, tried to avoid the the thick of it. Uh, I'd say closest to me, it, it was about seven or eight blocks away. Um, mm-hmm. So I was able to, you know, my my apartment was was out of the thick of things, but it, it mm-hmm. definitely permeated the atmosphere here for a while. And uh, I only hope that the pressure that that put on, you know, the the country as a whole doesn't fade mm-hmm. uh, get farther away from that, that that kind of maintains. Hmm. Yeah, that was my question. I just want to know what that was like, because here it wasn't really all that. I mean, there was a, you know, not to discredit the people that went, but it didn't really seem like it was. um, I don't want to make this sound bad at all, but it didn't it almost didn't seem like there were that many people there. And I don't know if that's uh, a rude thing to say, but granted, also, Lexington is kind of a small, smaller city than Seattle. So Um, and it's a different it's a different place with a different culture and a different identity there right so you know each place is going to have to tackle this a little differently to address you know the their own circumstances and needs Mm -hmm. Uh, and there is you know when you have the opportunity to there was definitely an opportunity here to really voice that perspective and i think it was it was uh, that opportunity was seized right and and rightfully so you know because like like i said i think there's a lot of things that need to change uh, in those aspects, and it, it it was you know definitely overdue for for those voices to be heard, right? Yeah, hmm. yeah, the, uh, yeah. These are questions, I, thoughts. Yeah, the um, like before the pandemic and everything, how was life like on like the West Coast? Oh, I love it out here. Um, I, I've lived out here since I was five or six. I went back to uh, to college in, in Danville, Kentucky, there at Center College, and then moved back out here when I graduated. Um, uh, the, uh, the summers are amazing. They're the perfect temperature, no humidity. There's tons of outdoor things to do. The city is like, Seattle is a, a big city, but it's a small, big city. So mm-hmm. uh, you don't feel too lost in the, the thick of it, but there's more than enough uh, you know, entertainment and, and uh, nightlife and, and uh, you know, variety around Seattle. So it, I, I don't plan on leaving anytime soon. So you're not going to Italy. <laughs> I, I got to give myself a, a couple of years. I just started the new job. I want to settle in here before I ask too much of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, that makes Man, sense. You got to take us now. I'm, to like, Seattle, I'm yeah. interested. Dude, Seattle is literally just like what he said. I mean, it, it's beautiful. It really is. Cause like, I feel like I don't know if Keegan, have you been on hikes out there? Oh yeah. I, when we first moved out here, that was one of my mom's uh, biggest biggest activities. And so, if there was a free weekend that it wasn't raining, sometimes when it was raining, 
mm-hmm. uh, we go on hikes. So I, I have been on more than my fair share of, of hikes and camping trips out here, but uh, you know, it's definitely still something I continue to do. Mm-hmm. And enjoy. Yeah. They're, they're, the hikes out there are amazing. I mean, they're not like they like they are here, like here in Kentucky, it's, you kind of just walk through a bunch of trees and, you know, hills, right. but mm-hmm. in Seattle, that's where, you know, it really is. Cause for me, Seattle is, I think the first place I ever saw, what nature like really has to offer to us. Cause I went to a Mount Rainier hiking trail mm-hmm. and it, it was just, I mean, mind blowing. I mean, it's just, it was just gorgeous, man. Like if, I don't know. Um, so yeah. Keegan, what's, what's going on now? I mean, how are you right now at this, this point? Oh, hanging in there. You know, the, the job is keeping me pretty busy. Um, <laughs> trying to, get out when I can. Obviously the smoke is making that difficult now. So feeling a little cooped up. Right. Um, I've got a, a couple of friends that I'll sort of rotate through and, and go see. So I'm trying to, you know, obviously do the social distancing as as much as possible and feasible, but uh still be able to to go see, you know, a couple of friends every once in a while. So that that gives me some of that, you know, the scratches that social itch there. Yeah. Um and uh, you know, other than that, just just trying to, you know, hold it all together throughout this, yeah. like, else. Right. So is the, the sky, like, colored out there? Because, <laughs> no, seriously, man, because the wildfires. So is it, is it like, kind of reddish, orangish, or is it still it, the same? Yeah, it, it can definitely get like that. I would say uh, it was maybe Monday or Tuesday I woke up, and it was, like, very clearly orangey-red out, outside. Um, I think that's the most extreme we've had here. It hasn't been quite the... The apocalyptic you know full-on red that you saw from some of the portland and california pictures mm-hmm. uh, but it's still uh when the sun does peak out it is a very orangey haze um dude, that that would, settling over the city. i feel like that would be so creepy dude if i woke up to like just red i feel like i would like like i was in hell you know like the world's ending yeah like very apocalyptic <laughs> yeah do you think the world's ending um, no, I think the world will continue on whether it throws off, throws us off its back or not. Right. right. Um, I think that, you know, we definitely as a, as a species have a lot of reckoning to do. Um, there, there have been some reports out recently I saw that said, even if we were to stop all emissions of anything today, that, uh, the planet would still be pretty well on track for what we had, uh, you know, indicated as uh, some of our worst case scenarios in terms of uh, sea level rising, ice melting, level of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. So I I have a feeling that in the next 50, 100 years, uh, life will be, you know, I would can say dramatically different, I think, than um, Mm -hmm. what it is today. And so it will be interesting to watch us go through this change. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously anything you feel like you can do to, to contribute to that or, or keep yourself safe through that is going to be important in the, in the future. Sure. And I know you're a big fan of like AI and whatnot. So do you think, like you said, in 1500 years, whatever you said, do you think AI will control the world? That's, yeah, that's, this is a complicated topic. Um, it's going to depend on how it is produced and how aware we are of what we're doing with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the current, you know, sort of capitalist profit driven economy that we have could very easily uh, sort of skip over the the responsibility part in, mm-hmm. in an attempt to make money. 
Um, and so that will have to be, you know, sort of watched closely. And I know that companies like Google, et cetera, have, you know, ethics departments essentially, and then that try to help, you know, uh, think about those, some of those challenges and, and come up with some guidelines as, as sure. much as they can along the way. Um, but I think we're still a long ways away from, from what you would call that, uh, right. artificial general intelligence, AGI, right? And yeah. so what, you'll see more recently is uh, development and, and deployment of, of specialized artificial intelligence applications. So being very specific in what they're, you know, what they're able to take in and, and what they're, what they're able to control and produce. So okay. I think that will protect us at least for the short term. Right. I don't know if I'm completely on board with the, the Elon Musk, it's going to destroy the world, but mm -hmm. I definitely think it's a possibility if we're not careful. Right. Yeah. So for the kids listening, Basically, what he's saying is in the next 1,500 years, we won't be in control, and the Terminators are going to take us all out, and that's going to be it. So. That's, an, that's an interesting proposition, right? Yes. It, it begs the question of, of evolution in that sense, uh, and viewing it from you know, outside this, this very human-centric perspective and, and mm -hmm. thinking, what is that next step, right? Is the right. next step. Uh, for us as a species involves some sort of augmentation, right? Mm -hmm. what, what does that look like? What does it take to, you know, upload a consciousness to a computer and, and what would mm -hmm. that, you know? Uh, so there's still a lot of questions there to be had, but they're, they're fun to think about. Hmm. Hopefully your cats are still around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. Um, AI cats. AI cats. <laughs> um, Keegan, do you know anybody who's gotten like COVID? Uh, directly, no, I don't actually. So that's mm. um, I had a few folks that that thought they might have had it at one point, got yeah. tested, and, and came back negative. So I know that they say a, a lot of us will probably know someone at some point that it, that has mm. it. But I, as far as I know directly, um, I, mm. I haven't talked to anyone yet. Wow. So uh, I don't know. I mean, that's about it for me. Yeah. You guys want to wrap this up? Yeah. All right, Keegan. Thank you for coming on really appreciate it um like i said we'll probably have you back on again at some point you know in the future for hopefully sure. make this kind of like a almost a regular thing every couple of months um so yeah you have anything you want to say anything you want to shout out i appreciate the opportunity uh thanks for having me on i definitely enjoy it and, and look forward to getting to chat with you guys again of course yeah for sure all right well thanks keegan yeah cool yeah, having you on mm -hmm. yeah thanks for Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, see you, man. Thanks. All right, so I just want to point out, by the way, the uh, <laughs> the, the, re the reason we were laughing, Keegan, and I know you're probably listening, the reason we were laughing at the very beginning is because Coleman was <laughs> pretending to suck a dick. <laughs> Sloppy top. Yeah, we just started yeah, yeah. laughing for no reason. Yeah, no, that was, we, didn't, we weren't laughing at you. We were just laughing at Coleman. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that was Keegan. He's my cousin, so he's yeah. He'll really probably cool be on. Guy. yeah. He'll be on again. Mm -hmm. So look forward to that. Um, but from now, from this point on, it'll just be a regular podcast. By the way, guys, we have twenty minutes to fill, so twenty or so minutes, nineteen, eighteen. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, well, I do want to talk about. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Trump said that the coronavirus is coming to an end soon, and that cap. He's no gonna. Yeah, he said mm -hmm. there's the vaccine will might be ready in the next three to four weeks. Cap. He's been saying this since the yeah. beginning. And as much as I want to believe him, I just I just no. can't, man. There's no way, because I know they are talking about how to go, how to 
make a widespread, you know, whatever they want to Is it weird out. that I kind of like wearing masks? Because, like, I don't know. Have yeah, that I've, I've uh, definitely adapted to it. Yeah, I know Coleman just doesn't like to put on makeup, so he'll just put on his mask. <laughs> um, but I don't believe that, honestly, we'll have a vaccine. And even if we do... Because a lot of people are saying, like, health officials are saying that even if we did come out with a vaccine in the next three to four weeks, it wouldn't be until, I think, maybe like, the end of... saying, like, April. Yeah, yeah. In the, like, the end of this year, yeah. Distribute everything. And then things wouldn't go back to normal until, like, like mid-next year, which is kind of crazy. But um, I also heard, I saw a poll that I think it was, like, 40% of Americans wouldn't get, like, the vaccine. Because it's a a two shot process, so you have to go in one month, then go in the next, and get your second shot. Mm-hmm. And forty percent of Americans say they wouldn't get it, and I just think that's fucking absurd. That's really dumb. Yeah. Like, do you want this shit to end? Do you want to go outside? Like, I had to get three shots six months apart. Yeah, like what's what's the big deal? I mean, I just don't get it. If you can afford healthcare and if you can afford to get the vaccine, by the way, Trump wants to make it free for everybody in America. So literally the only thing you have to fucking do is drive to go get that shit. And I know that'll be a process because they're they're trying to figure out how to get everybody, you know, to be calm because they can't have these long lines of people just waiting, you mm-hmm. know. But if you can if you can get in and get your shot, then just fucking do it. Don't be such a bitch. Like seriously, that that is so petty. The 40% of people in America don't want to get the shot. I just think that's ridiculous. I think Trump is also filling a lot of people with false hope. Yeah. Like, of with course. the shots being free and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know about all that. Yeah. I think it's more or less him just trying to... Get voted. Again. Yeah. And filling a lot of people with false hope. Yeah. Um, but speaking of people of high standards, Alex, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, do you see that Joe Biden played Despacito at his, like... <laughs> His, Hispanic like Hispanic heritage thing. See that? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Because I know you're... Um, did you take offense to that? I kind of took offense to that. I'm not even Mexican. Dog, I didn't even watch it. I have no idea what you're talking but about. Like, okay, well, I, I, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I didn't watch it. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Biden gave a speech at the beginning of his speech. I think it was actually at the end. But I don't know. Somewhere in his speech, he played Despacito like, through the mic to like... I get. I don't know. I guess embrace the Mexican culture, but that's Hispanic, not Hispanic. Not Mexican. Hispanic. Sure. Careful, careful what bad, you say, bad. dude. Careful what you say. Oh, uh, yes. It's like another thing. I saw everyone posting on the sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Hispanic Heritage Month starts on the fifteenth. Sixteenth was my. God. So. That's why I didn't post. <laughs> so um, I don't know. That's just. I think that's. Pretty, I don't really. I don't really care. I feel about like that. that's almost kind of offensive. That's kind of racist. How? Because Despacito. I don't know if Despacito was Despacito even like written by Hispanics like. Or was it just like? Um, wasn't I would fucking guess, Justin, Wasn't like, Justin Bieber in that shit? Though? I guess I don't know. No, Justin Bieber did his own version. Uh, uh, like, it's, it's. I think it, it depends more on how Hispanics take it. Like for me, I personally don't care because I I didn't watch it. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And Hispanic Heritage Month is like just about learning about Hispanics and like my culture and things. So like you're that. you're a Biden supporter. Shut. You the support fuck touching up, little bro. kids. Shut the All fuck right. up. Everybody, there you go. Um. The next topic is, uh, I had a hot nurse a while back. I had a hot nurse the other day. I wanted to get a shot because I'm medicated. You already said this. Bro, I know, but you guys fucking cut me off. But, uh, oh, you're talking about last week? Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't put it out, remember? It was in the oh, one episode. Right. Um, yeah, so I had a hot nurse. She was 
God, dude. I'm gonna ex- describe her to you guys so that someone she, she's listening to write. Somebody right can draw her. <laughs> send me somebody picture. can draw her. Um, she was like my height. She so was like, like five seven. Yeah. Five eight. Uh, okay. <laughs> you can make it up. You could say like six four. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm six four and three hundred pounds. <laughs> and she had blonde highlights and these like glasses, but she was like a nurse, right? So when she came in, you guys can't see me, but she came in, like, the room. And, like, I was just sitting there. I was with my mom in the waiting room. And it was just, like, magic, bro. Like, it was just as soon as I laid my eyes on her, I knew that she was the one for me. Everything bro. went in slow motion. Everybody, everything was in slow motion. My mom wasn't there anymore. It was just me and her. And I felt like we had a special connection. You feel me? Of, like, a bond. Like, we already knew each other. Did you get her name? No. Actually, yeah, it was Nurse Jenkins. <laughs> Nurse. Yeah, she was hot, so. Nurse whoever. Please text me. <laughs> I miss you. Um, what if you go back next time and like she did find this podcast somehow? Christ, I hope not. Um, Why not? And then she's like, yo, let me take you out. She's what fucking... Man? That's a case, bro. Um, For her. This is, this is true. You're free. <laughs> you're so, the victim. Um, <laughs> 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 you're the victim. So uh, I don't know if you guys saw or care. I think this is just like a huge joke. But Logan Paul said he's going to fight Floyd <laughs> I saw that. saw that. Oh, my God. He bro. is going to die. If he couldn't beat KSI, bro, he really is going to go up against, like, the second, like, just, like, the best boxer in, like, history, second I'm su- best. I'm surprised he wouldn't even take up that challenge. Like, Dude, he wouldn't go to... I would, t- I would find that offensive. If I was the greatest boxer, I would take that offense. I would, too. Mm-hmm. I kind of I hope Floyd just, like... Knocks him out in the first seconds. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think Floyd's gonna even fight him. Honestly, don't. Oh, yo, because of the like, yeah, I don't think I don't think so either. Like, I think he just doesn't even consider like, yeah, him competition. I feel like yeah. he'd be like, "Who are you?" Exactly. Um. So yeah, like his kids probably watch like Logan Paul. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. But no, no. Who the fuck watches him, bro? Yeah. Who is that? What? Who? Doesn't he like? Aren't his kids like little? Floyd? Yeah. No, the one fucking went to jail, didn't she? I think it was her. Oops. Um, no, they're they're grown up now. Uh, um, then never mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> I have a couple of things written down here from that one time we like recorded but didn't put it out, and they're like the topics that we talked about. Mm-hmm. You look look at those, the ones at the top, and tell me if you want to talk about any of those. Okay. Do you want me to read them out? Sure. I don't care. Okay, we got hot nurse discussed. Balding. <laughs> I think we talked talk um, about that. I don't know. You did last okay, yeah, time, but. Yeah, we're not talking about that again. Um, world ending slash Bible. We already talked about that. Uh, yeah. Haunted house. Wait, yeah, I didn't talk about. That was the last one that we didn't put out. Um, so my house is haunted. You guys want to come over and ghost hunt <laughs> no. with me? I would want Alex, dude, if we ever, like, I would want Alex with us. Because I feel like Alex would, like, say a prayer and keep me safe. Tell, mm-hmm. tell me about your dog, what your dog does. Yeah, so my dog, uh, I already told my mom about this, and she kind of looked at me like she was worried. But um, my dog's name is Kevin, and every time she comes in my room, uh, like, she'll spend the night with me, she always, like, barks at a corner. It's the same corner of my room. It's my right corner, um, closest, I guess, to the doorway. She'll always bark, or she'll, like, chuff, which is, like, a weird... Like sound she makes or she'll growl at that same corner and it's 
always. Like, she won't be quiet. And it's weird. Like, even during the daytime, she'll do it. So it's not like, you know... She's, I feel like she's definitely seeing something. And I don't, like... I don't mess around with, like, spirits or anything. I mean, I've never played a Ouija board. I don't do any of that shit. I'm a man of God. But, honestly, I don't understand... I don't understand how, like... Something like that kind of just shows up in your room. Like, it is kind of creepy. It could be a mouse. Last night, I was in my garage doing my thing. And, um... I was just, like... I was sitting down on, like, the bench. And, uh... A box just fell over. Literally nothing touched it. The fan wasn't even on. It just fell. Now, I don't know if that was just gravity or if that was something else. Basically. There have been, like, theories that, like, dogs can, like... Sense when the spirits are around. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm afraid that, like, my dog... You gotta bring in your cat so you can prove it. What if cats can sense them, too? They say the cats can, too. Like, all animals can sense. sleep, Sleep with your cats. See, yeah. What if it's a good spirit? A good spirit? Like, what if it's like... Why is he scaring my animals? Like bro? granny or something? My granny? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she would tell me. She would let me know. Like, what if she's if, just if trying to make you some ghost cookies? You know what's fucking creepy, though? It's like they say that at night, ghosts or spirits, like, will sit... Like, while you're asleep, they'll sit in your room. They'll sit in, sit in an empty chair and watch you sleep. I got a chair in my room, too, bro. All right, we got to get rid of all the chairs. Rid of we got to get rid of the chairs. Sitting on the floor to watch me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's creepy, bro. Do you guys? They also say that. Uh, what if the chair is full? Like it's not. It's there's a chair. Bro, but it's, it's a not ghost, empty. bro. What are you talking about? You said an empty. It can chair. just sit in the chair, bro. You said an empty chair. But they can still sit in it. They're ghosts. What if I put the chair upside down? Oh, you got me there, Alex. <laughs> yeah. If you, you think about it, right? Go ahead, Coleman. How does the ghost decide to sit in the chair? But it like like if it can phase through what's in the chair, why doesn't it phase through that's the true. chair? That's true. Maybe because it's like, I don't even know, bro. Talking to the wrong guy about that. <laughs> well, what's else on our? What's next on our list, Coleman? Let's just go down it. Um, I'm skip these two. Sex but... and porn? You gonna <laughs> yeah. skip sex and porn? Okay. <laughs> I don't want to okay. talk about. It. I just want to yeah, let yeah. people know that's what he's skipping. Then there's serial killers, and then in person school. We already talked about in person school. Well, I didn't are we gonna talk about it again? Since Coleman was talking about it again. Um, what was the other one? It's not happening. Serial killers. The serial killers. I mean, I don't really have much to say other than they're just fucked up people. Scary. Yeah. Scary. Very scary. Serial killers are the reason I don't want to go hitchhiking. Oh, because they would, they would like kill their people, like yeah. the, their drivers and shit. Or, yeah, that is kind of creepy. Like I in theory, it'd be cool. I also, also don't think I would. I don't think I would ever hitchhike. I mean, unless like Mm-mm. I ever found myself on a very long road in the middle of the desert. And you know why you don't want to? Why? Because of serious. Yeah. You want to get in the wrong car. Yeah. But it's a... Dude, fall really is here now. Yeah. It's starting to feel real nice. Okay. <laughs> I take back that whole podcast about talking about how nice the weather is. I'm this like, is nice, bro. This I don't know, man. Kind of... I'm iffy about it. <laughs> why? Because you woke up early to get a haircut today. Oh. So, like, uh, can you feel, like, the wind and then blow against the... Well... Your bean? No. <laughs> but it was really cold in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang. Like, this shit's really here. hmm And then, like, it got better during... Because, like, I was hot, like, coming yeah. over here yeah. today. Yeah. So... Maybe you're sick. You said you were cold and now you're hot. All right, guys. I'm gonna head out and go home. 
Back to my home country. By the way, I want to give a shout out to uh, Ian Castillo. Thank you for giving us the cover art for this week's episode. Really cool. Um, I'm going to use some of your other art that you sent in. Um, So thank you for that. Go check out his stuff. What's his Instagram? Cowboy Soup, I think. Cowboy Soup. Yeah, Yeah, go follow Cowboy Soup on Instagram, bro. Man makes dope shit. Um, If anybody wants to put sending cover art for an episode, make sure it's appropriate. Um, You can. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I say appropriate, take that with a grain of salt because um, we're teenagers. This is a podcast meant for teenagers, so you can put profanity on it. Just don't. I don't want to see like Thanos with a huge <laughs> dick. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's all I'm saying. Um, so, but don't be offended if it is not chosen. Yeah, and we'll also try to spread it out because we we do our own cover art thanks to Coleman. Coleman's the mastermind. So. What are you guys shout me out last time? <laughs> I did two of them too. No, you did do two. That's right. All right. Coleman did. He shouted himself out, but you know what? Coleman did do the cover art for the second episode. So go follow his page if you if you must. Um, I kind of want to talk about that one. All right. Well, it's the end of this episode. It's pretty short. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the third one. In yeah, the books. Third one's down. Uh, I think we're probably going to take a break for like a week, maybe. Yeah, I'm getting fucking tired of you guys. I I genuinely mean that, though, because I feel like we've got a a bit of reflecting to do for the podcast. Um, But yeah, that's about it for me. Coleman. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, we'll see you in like a week or so. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Man, shut the fuck up.